I don't know in the UK if I've seen a death that's caused so much debate, so much uh, hurt, pain. This sparked so much debate because of the scrutiny that Caroline Flack was under. Three suicides in a very short space of time, all connected by a TV show. You can't ignore that. That's got to be explored. What they do is they go, we're going to put you through something terrible, but don't worry, we'll deal with it later. But she was the face of that. People saw those values as directly connected to It's kind of like, because you're associated with those bullshit TV shows your fair game it's live by the sword in a very direct nature die by the sword yeah. for, for in these people's minds the, once people associate you with something that is like your biggest fuck up it follows you forever your brain can't be built for millions of people nah. seeing your downfall nah. seeing someone else's downfall makes some people feel better about their own shitty lives. Trolling is a community now. It's becoming like a pastime for regular people. Caroline Flackhead presenting, you have your thing. A lot of people out there have their thing. A lot of people don't. In their heads, they're punching up. But you only get so many punches. And the problem is people don't stop with the punches. So you can't keep punching up just thinking that that's okay. I've seen tweets in the past week going, just come off social media. What's the problem? Shut the fuck up, pal. By that time, the damage is already done. Her identity had been robbed from her in her head. Everything I've ever worked for is now gone. I've lost my job. She lost her house. Her whole reputation was in tatters. And and that brings the real killer, which is shame. I'm sad to say there's going to be more suicides like this. All right, welcome back to the True Jordy podcast. It's been a while since we did one, and it felt like this was the right time to do another one because Caroline Flack died. Um, really sad news, and uh, it was prompting loads of discussion in the week after about like social media, depression, mental health, all of this modern life. And uh, obviously, we've talked about that a fuck ton in the past. Yeah, uh, but. I didn't want to do one the day after, uh, mm. like we could have done. We I had th- the chance to record the day after. Yeah. I think we both said it. It felt too soon. I also think it's right to hear tributes from friends and family and yeah. those kind of people before. You, know, you get more of the story and also the emotions calm down a bit because fucking hell, that was a really... I don't know in 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 the UK if I've seen a death that's caused so much debate, so much uh, turmoil, hurt, yeah. pain... It, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people out there who were loved who passed away, but this sparked so much debate because of the scrutiny that Caroline Flack was under and the fact that it was a suicide subsequently. It, there's different generations to social media. There's different generations to the way we report things and the way life is. And this is this one is of the moment. first times where it felt like, right, this is a bit of a litmus test in terms of the media and how they cover these kind of people. I, I feel like this is this is a learning experience for every single right. person. Not, and that's not to trivialise the event. It's no, no, to, it's it, no I'm, that, I'm mocking it. I'm saying we need to fucking learn from this. Yeah. This is so powerful that everyone can take something from it and it is important. It's not something that we should just go, oh, well, that happened. You it, know, it, it needs to be like a... Right, okay. But what is, I think, is probably worth marking before is neither of us knew Caroline, neither no. of us have really had any interaction with her. We no. knew, we know a few people who maybe produced for her, directed with her, but we don't really know her. And no, I definitely don't want to come across like a lot of the people who jump on bandwagons. I think that's why we've we've taken a week for that reason mm. because you you see people they might have met her once and got a selfie, and then they're doing 
they're doing tributes and it sometimes I question where what the motivation is because it's like sometimes people kind of act like they knew someone in order to get clout off of the fuck like that's awful that. and maybe that's something to discuss a little bit later yeah. on is other pe- people's motivations yeah I, I don't want to come across as like what I don't want this podcast to be bro is because uh, we've talked about mental health and I've been through little things in the past that felt like big things at the time obviously mm. oh Caroline Flack died I can relate to that here's my story I right. don't want that to be what this yeah. is and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I can relate to certain elements of what she's gone through like everyone can at point but uh, that's not why I'm doing this. So, so clear to market. We we didn't know her personally. I personally haven't really watched any of the shows that she presented either, to be honest. So yeah, I don't I'm, actually yeah. feel. We're I certainly really not fans of uh, Love Island and all yeah. that. And if anything, I think this is different to the other two suicides. But the facts are, three suicides in a very short space of time, all connected by a TV show. And ITV in general. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you can't ignore that. That's That's got to be explored. Even by ITV themselves. They can't sit there and go, well, we're great. You know, Ultimately, there, there needs to be some scrutiny there. Mm. But this, is, this was a different one because it was the host of the show. I think, ultimately, it's the biggest show on TV. Everyone seems to watch it, who I know, apart from me. And you have this spike that these celebrities get where they're nobodies one minute and then they become a celebrity the next. And then when they sort of dropped and become yesterday's news, that's affected some of them badly because they weren't given the aftercare that is necessary for that. Caroline Flack was a different situation. She had been on TV for a long time. Mm -hmm. She presented X Factor's sister show and then X Factor and then became the host of this show. Everyone knew her. Everyone. Every everyone in the UK knew yeah, yeah. who she was, and then she made a mistake, and I don't know what kind of mistake it was. I don't know the full details, but she got arrested, and in the society we're living in now, where you're not just trial by media, you're trial by social media as well, mm. you can't make a mistake these days. Well, you can. You, I think in time it will lead to the fact that you can make a mistake, but at the moment you can't make a mistake. We're living in a society, and here's the bottom line, where people are getting enjoyment out of seeing the downfall of others more than ever. Yeah, We've always had it, yeah. a society where there was a bit of that. I remember David Beckham, got, when I was a kid, the first thing I noticed where this happened was David Beckham got sent off in the World Cup, and he was the poster boy of football, and people loved bringing him down, and that made me think as a, I can't remember, I was like 10 years old, wow. Yeah. People really love destroying people. And I found, like, falling into that habit as well. You go with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is an arsehole. And, and since then, it's just grown into uh, the monster it's become now. And it's also partly that I, I think it's uh, driven by money. It's driven by... Clicks. Yeah, and clicks make money. And um, people want to make... It's, but ultimately, bro, it's driven by a society where... Saying someone else's downfall makes some people feel better about their own shitty lives, and that is the that is the mm. truth. And that and and also, we've we've kind of all got a little thing in our head where drama interests us, all of us. That and that's human nature that we're battling against there a little bit as well. Where and I'm guilty of it. Like if I say something where something's gone wrong in someone's life, I'll be like, oh, well, what, what's happened there? You know, and personally, 
I don't feel like I get enjoyment out of it the way other people do. Right. But I'm interested because of it. Why? And therefore, that click that I make generates revenue. And ultimately, news corporations are going, all right then, well, this works then. Yeah, this so is let's, news. So let's go to town. And I think that that's been a, that has actually been a real problem in media for a long time. That was something that we were talking about when I first went to university. Well, it, back in the day, ago. it was selling newspapers, wasn't it? Now and, it's clicks. And the point was that I think at one point, newspapers were about news. And then the tabloids came along and there were newspapers and tabloids and it was the red tops and the sun and all mm. that kind of bullshit. And they were seen as two different things. But since we've gone online, that's changed because websites are a bit more, you know, it, it's said to be democratic. But actually what it's doing is it's changing uh our attention it's changing everything about society and there's a removal of meaning from everything that's going on in what it's competition now now, there is no meaning so even 50 60 years ago there was a bit more structure in society which had the upper class the middle class the working class and to some extent everyone knew where they or thought they knew where they fitted in and everyone sort of felt like they knew what their place was okay i feel like the internet now has removed a lot of those boundaries but people still sit in a hierarchy. It's just that it's now possible to punch up, punch down, punch sideways. You can punch anywhere and get where you want, right? <laughs> kind of, yeah. And that has become a problem because it means that, whereas before... No, nobody's untouchable. There's basically. no respect, basically. Yeah. And there is no respect for values because the internet also brings everyone's values globally from anywhere. Yeah. So whilst a Muslim person might believe one thing, a Christian person might believe another thing, an atheist might believe another thing... All of them are battling and none of them know what's right. So every opinion has to be equally valid, but also every opinion is equally meaningless. And so you're in a place where you can pretty much do what you want. And that, I think, is what happened to Caroline online, was there were people who were going, I feel sorry for this woman, she's clearly struggling. There are people on the other side going, I have no sympathy for this woman and I'm going to try and make her life a living hell. And then there were people in the middle who went, we can capitalise. Mm-hmm. And so every position was out to exploit her situation and take away from all of the hard work and all those kind of things. So it's taking away from values that we used to have. And it means that now we don't know what to do. There is no no manual for this anymore. There used to be a manual in PR and it was like, you know, batten down the hatches, someone will go out and talk to you, talk for you for two days and tomorrow it'll be old news. Now, cancellations mean you can't have old news, etc., etc. And that, and that's the thing that that's kind of where I can relate a little bit to the situation because I know what it feels like to be cancelled. Mm. Um, not on this level, though. We we're, we're talking about someone who was like really super famous in the UK, but the cancellation really happened. She, I, I kind of feel it started with the excitement from some people, where it was like, aha, a woman has allegedly right. hit her boyfriend yeah. who's who's a public figure. Yeah. It's unusual that that will happen or it come out that that's happened. Out, yeah. Um and I feel like she was made a symbol of that. Let's make an example of this. Yeah, person. and and mm. she they really the enjoyment came from that. And then uh, By the way, that was also partly down to the fact that she was connected to such trivial shows that ITV yeah. make. X Factor, fun. Yeah. Love Island, fun. Bullshit. They're team. all about humiliating people, exploiting people's journey, exploiting yeah. people's talent. It's all exploitation. <coughs> and it meant that she was the face of that. Mm. 
people saw those values as directly connected it, it's to kind her. of like because you're associated with those bullshit tv shows your fair game it's lived by it's lived by the sword die in a very direct nature die by the sword yeah. for, for in these people's minds the, this machine yeah. made caroline flack yeah. and it also broke her unfortunately yeah. if we be and i think that's what we're going to have to say in this podcast in order to discuss suicide in order to discuss um, people being broken you have to be honest in what you're thinking absolutely you can't and, and, and look it. at the end of the day if there's anyone watching us for the first time just know i found someone yeah. who died identically to caroline flack's method of suicide so this is not something i'm taking lightly here mm. and when i speak i'm speaking from experience to a degree so i'm i, I'm, I don't want to be insensitive but i also want to speak truthfully and i'm not going to be intimidated by this new wave of, um, you know, some people might call them social justice warriors. I think that there's a witch hunt. Mm -hmm. there's, there was a witch hunt towards Caroline, and there's now a witch hunt around the other the way, other way mm -hmm. where it's like anyone who says anything bad about a celebrity now, oh, you're going to do what they did to Caroline Flack. It's like, no, no, no. We're mature adults here. We're going to have a fucking conversation. Yeah. If you're not willing to be a part of that and try and be a part of the solution, then leave the video. You know, mm -hmm. that <sighs> Caroline was on the receiving end of a lot. And, she was um, vilified, yeah. It, and, and, it, and it feels like because of the statement that her family released post-death, which was a, I think, a post that she was going to put out, but didn't. She was advised against it. I got a lot from that. I read mm. that and I thought, oh, like you really feel like you've lost everything here. Um, because she had lost everything. Kind, yeah. Her, all her hard work, all of the. So, can I just. I yeah, want to put yeah. this because I felt this at one point last year. Her identity had been robbed from her yeah. in her, the way she felt. Maybe not literally. Obviously, a lot of people still respected her, but this is how she. Her self perception. Everything I am, everything I built my career up to be is now gone. Mm. Uh, the bubbly presenter who everyone likes, respects, and has a flirt with the guests. Now people are looking at me like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a husband beater. Mm. I've lost my job. She lost her house. She, her, her whole reputation was in tatters. And, and that brings the, 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 the real killer, which is shame. And shame, I feel, is the most dangerous emotion of all mm. when, when, they, when people are depressed because shame makes you literally, that's what takes them under. Um, and I feel like that's where she'd gotten to. Because you shut down in a way. You don't want to talk to other people, all these kind of things. I mean, you don't want to exist. And that is exactly, the, yeah. you do not want to exist anymore. And it, stop, it stops you from having an outside perspective yeah. and, because and, there is no perspective. And whether or not Caroline did what people have accused her of or whatever, uh, the end result wasn't deserved in any way. Like, you know, she was going to have a day in court um, and it does feel like that she mentally, uh, I, I don't know, but looking from an outsider's perspective, going through a trial after she'd already kind of been through trial by social media and the media may, might have been a lot and it might have been too much in her head like I can't even can't face this now mm. that level of humiliation I think is something that people aren't built for yeah and it's something I mean how you can't your brain can't be built for millions of people nah. seeing your downfall nah. because there's no way that there's no way your body knows how mm. to deal with that. And so this is so 
different to anything that we've yeah. ever experienced or anyone will ever experience You're not in their lives. No. I, I, I class myself as a strong person, but when we had the, uh, the DM thing last year, having the humiliation as you describe, poo, it's like, it's such a weird feeling. Mm. It is, it's like, like and, and, and that's when people self-medicate, people, their self, I, the self-perception uh, just changes. And that is very isolating. And you know what I think you need to add to that? Mm-hmm. Being around you in that time, it's not only isolating from the outside world. Because you're experiencing emotions, which you can't separate from the outside world and the inside world, you were isolated from everyone around you as well. So even when I wanted to talk to you, you were isolated from me. You couldn't connect. We couldn't connect. Because in my head, uh, I was like, you don't know what I'm going through. So therefore, there's almost no point in talking to you. Even though that's not true, it's how it feels. Exactly. And, And from the outside perspective, I was looking at you and thinking... Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not. You don't feel useless, but you imagine what her parents were saying to her, what her friends were saying to her, and I think everyone's been through a level of feeling isolated from people, especially when they're teenager, early twenties, those kind of things. But think about that for a second, because I think a lot of people see it as ah, the world's coming in on her, but she's got a family around her, so it'll be all right. Like that's not the way it works, and you don't get the camera in the home seeing that her family would have been saying, it'll be okay, don't worry about it. In the same way as I was saying to you, it'll be all right, we'll get through this. Yeah. You don't, also, you don't know that. So your family are just saying truisms almost, things that feel right to say in that time. But, uh, and they uh, have no idea. But as, as the person on the receiving end of it, you're kind of, yeah, but that's bullshit. But yeah. But <laughs> like in, in your so head. No matter what I said yeah. to you. There's nothing that can take away the pain. Correct. And There's no magic word. Yeah. And it, that is something that we miss out on from the outside. And unless you've actually been through that, and unless you've seen that, I don't think you even acknowledge that. I can't stress to people how when you've had to start from nothing, as I'm sure she did, and build a reputation up for yourself, mm-hmm. and, and how proud she would have been of herself of being the, the person she was, or I hope she was, because she deserved to be. You know, she got into a place where many presenters want to be. Um, having that ripped away from you, it, it's your whole life. It, it, in her head, everything I've ever worked for is now gone. That's and, how that feels. And feeling responsible for it. Mm. Knowing that, you, you know, you had a hand in oh, all yeah, of this. Yeah. And, and that's where the shame comes in, yeah. for sure. And uh, But it's, 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 it's the reaction from the rest of the world. It's brutal out there. <laughs> like, because there's no accountability in in Twitter comments, in social media, and even the media seem bulletproof at times. Yeah. Unless you fight fire with fire, you're kind of fucked. And like that's kind of the option I picked eventually. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going to come out swinging here. But yeah. um, she didn't do that. Or not successfully, anyway. She uh, yeah, tried to. I, I'm sure she, put, she had statements or whatever. I wasn't following it that closely at the time, but I don't feel as if she did that looking back at it. But she... And she was sacked from ITV, basically. That that definitely made it worse. And um, and one interesting comparison that's being made is is that Ant from Ant and Deck yeah, did something that was also illegal. He was drink driving, crashed into someone, um, dangerous, just mm. reckless lifestyle that he was having. Uh, they supported him, and they mm. and they didn't sack him. To my knowledge, they just put him on ice and went, "All right, you go and get yourself better." 
and then come back. They didn't do that with her. I think they literally just said, all right, we can't keep you on here. Um, they've since death claimed that the, the door was open or whatever, but in her post, it really felt like she'd lost her job. Mm. So whatever they've claimed after that, she did not feel supported. She did not feel like, I've got my job once this is all over, at all. So yeah. they definitely didn't, ITV definitely didn't handle that. And I think that's support. partly down to the, it's a huge company. But it's also, these again are extenuating circumstances. But ITV is now famous for basically trivialising people, trivialising their lives and dishing it out to the public. They make Take Me Out, they make ev- every one of their shows, even this morning, is about... It's trash, As much it? as we say, oh, it's lovely that, you know, Phil and... Phil and whatever the fuck her name is, like they're doing. <laughs> they have people come on and look stupid, and yeah. they yeah, and they you watch them tell their terrible story to feel a little bit better about yourself. It's a bad level of psychology anyway because it gets you into this loop. You watch that, that's that's exactly what the downfall it's about judgment s- uh, syndrome is that we've got going on right now on social media is seeing other people's downfall, seeing how shit other people's lives are. Part of the X factor is seeing the bad ones. That, yeah. for, 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 for me, that was always the funniest bit. the only bit. rounds I watch. Yeah. The end bit's boring. They're capitalising on some of the worst traits of our... Humans. Psyche, yeah. 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 If you give people the aftercare and, and you do it in the right way, in a tasteful way, it doesn't have to be that but way. Can, but can, I, can, I, can I stop you on that? I think that's fucking bullshit. What they do is they go, we're going to put you through something terrible, but don't worry, we'll deal with it later. Yeah, that's, that's true. Imagine if I said to you, I'm going to punch you now, but afterwards I'll give you an ice pack. Why would you want to be punched in the first place? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah. what they're doing is they're incentivizing the pain and then afterwards, there's no incentive to the aftercare. Yeah, there's true. no incentive to any of that. And people know that if you've gone through, <coughs> you've gone through pain, mm. the counselling's the difficult bit. It's the really, it's like rehab after you've snapped an Achilles or hurt something. That bit hurts and you don't want to go through that. Mm. But ITV and other big companies, massive American companies, make it seem as if it's desirable to go down that route on the off chance that you become that one that can get all the brand deals. And by the way, what all they're doing is giving you delayed... What's the opposite of delayed gratification? Delayed ne- negativity? Yeah. So they're going, what we're going to do is keep you in this happy cycle as long as we can. And then when you get to the other end of it, we're just delaying your inevitable unhappiness. Because no one gives a fuck about the people from Love Island, truly. In the, sm- in the short term, people care. And it, the same happened to Caroline because her name was linked with all those things. Mm-hmm. And you can't say that that's a responsible thing to do, even if you offer, offer aftercare. They spend their time vilifying these people. And this is what ITV did and all the big media people. They went, social media, isn't it? And he went, you guys are on social media. You're the media. You set her up for this. But what you, what you want to do is get rid of any responsibility mm. yeah it's all the trolls on social media yeah. no, it's the fucking execs at the top it's the people who commission the shows but it's the no no Lawrence, they, they did not put an episode out for one night when she died so give mm. some credit yeah now well, that, well yeah. done well done thankfully what they did was they made sure that the sponsors <laughs> and, and wait, were still can, happy. can i just say can i just imagine right i died right the day before the kickoff yeah. right you delayed the kickoff from a Saturday to a Sunday. And yeah. went, right, we're back now. But True, Geordie uh, died yesterday. Yeah. Never mind. It's Liverpool versus Manchester United. Day. To People would be, be like, yeah. sorry, sorry, what? No, but it's what you would have wanted. Well, it's what you would have wanted. Well, especially you if you're making money out of it, yeah. bro. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, ha, but you the, loved you love. But that's how, yeah. that's how mental this is, mm. actually. That's the, the point, but, is it's what they give you is this system where they go, yeah, but we're doing this. 
And as the human mind goes, oh, well, as long as they're solving it, like, it, it gives no, you a system. So that apparently what they, they, they put some Samaritan adverts out in the middle of the show. Get fucked. Like, like, you, there's something wrong with you if you think that putting Samaritan ads in the middle of a show, it's the same as when people go, if you're having a problem, chat to someone. Cheers, mate. It means, it's a meaningless statement yeah. when they spend millions on presenters, they spend millions on Ant and Deck, and what, you're telling me that you can't spend money on aftercare, you can't spend money on developing better ideas than the mm. dog shit that you're peddling. It, it makes no sense. And then they've got the cheat to go, social media. It's social media, <laughs> Pretty socials. Which, by the way, it is as well. But the biggest problem when, you, when there's something like this is they don't want to be the company that has to do the internal investigation and go, who messed up here? Million percent. They're, they're trying to save as many jobs as they can because the exec producers and the producers on this who claim to be her friend were all complicit in that. Mm. Everyone's complicit. And they're all, you know what? It's great while you're making the money, but the second you stop making the money, oh, I'm not sure about this anymore. Seems a bit tricky. Yeah. That's, the, that's the hypocrisy of the whole You've thing. nailed it there, mate. Absolutely fucking nailed and it. And you've got to feel sorry for it. You've got to feel sorry for uh, her and her family over Well, that. it does come down to money as well, because clearly the reason Ant was supported and she wasn't is because the... He the, makes them a fuck ton. Yeah, yeah. He's done two decades, basically, in TV. He's, yeah. he's a household name. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll protect you. Yeah. She's a changeable face. Yeah. She's an attractive And, I, and I'm not attacking Ant here, by the way. I'm not suggesting that he should be punished to make it all right what happened to yeah. her. I'm, so, I'm just saying the difference in treatment was yeah. clear. And that's and that's fine. We you know, wish all the best to him. I hope he's helped, I hope he's getting over everything that's gone on in his yeah. life because you, you don't want to see anything awful oh, mate, to people. Uh, you know. I, I, one thing I, I want to ask you about... If this, if this had been a man, yeah, specifically in the he's a wife beater, for yeah. example, yeah. and he had then gone on the same journey that Caroline did, and the end result had been the same, mm-hmm. would the reaction be the same? In your opinion, no, because I, I, I so many reasons why I wondered that. I did wonder that, and I thought to myself because from what I went through, um, I did al- always feel like. If I was a woman, people wouldn't be reacting. If, if a woman's DMs had came Absolutely. out, it wouldn't be the same. But because I'm a, a big, strong man, people think you can take anything. You can take whatever we throw at mm-hmm. you because of the way you look. And I do feel like, um, and, and I'm glad she's getting the empathy that she deserves now, but I do think if it had been a man, there'd be a lot more people going, serves them right. I agree with what you're saying. And um, from my perspective, I think people definitely piled in on you because, uh, which made my Stephen and Stephen's job 10 times easier, (laughs) right? What happens there is people go, he's got privilege because he's a white guy in society who's earning, who's earned a lot of money. People didn't know you'd earned a lot of money at that time. In their heads, they're punching up. In their heads, yeah, they're punching up. But you only get so many punches. And the problem is people don't stop with the punches. So you can't keep punching up just thinking that that's okay. It's, it's a great point. It's, and this is actually a really good point. It's about the pound of flesh that you take. Don't take any blood with it, though. Because if you promise someone a pound of flesh and they want their pound of flesh, if you dare take any more, that's on you then. And, and that's sort of why I did the, the reaction video when mm. we went through that, is because I thought, all right, I'm going to give you that moment to all have a laugh at me. But after that, it's time to fucking move on. Yeah. And, and part of the problem is we live in a society where people just don't know when to stop. Yeah. So... With Caroline, oh, right, obviously she is a big girl and she knows if she makes a mistake, which it seems like she did at the time, I don't know the full details once again, people are going to have the moment to report on it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't stop with that. 
it kept going and going and going, even all the way to Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the Sun or yeah. someone put out a Valentine's Day card, something to do with Caroline Flack and the lamp, um, uh, you know, a joke about her. On the, and, and that was the day she obviously died. So it was like, that proves just how relentless it gets. And, and that's a real issue here. Like, I'm still getting fucking tweets to this day. In the words of Deontay Wilder, yeah. um, you know, oh, you love a shit on your chest, and it's like, bro, that joke wasn't funny five months ago, like, but they just, they, it never stops. Yeah. Well, once people associate you with something that is like your biggest fuck up, it follows you forever, and yeah. that is part of the problem. Is if Caroline had have been able to come out and go, you know what it is, this is what happened. Um, yeah, I'm, and I know that she couldn't because of the sake of the trial but the point is if we were able to have an acknowledgement of a mistake and then move on from it she might have had a fucking prayer yeah. and, uh, but it, because we are in a society where like social media it's just never ending insults uh, it makes it impossible to get over you also obviously experienced people in that time in a very corporate way who were like who were really quite clinical about the way that they dealt with it, where mm. it became, because obviously we, we've told the story now, we know that people were going for brand deals at that time. Some people were like, this makes it very difficult. We'll have to come back and assess this in a week yeah, or a month or next year sometime. Yeah. And what they basically did was wash their hands of the situation yeah, in the way that ITV internally will have as well. Well, that's why she was sucked. Yeah. And that also makes it difficult because people are basically trying to distance themselves from a yeah. mistake. And I don't, I think that there's something that has to change there where we, we talk about if someone's messed up or someone's made a mistake, we can't just go bad, bad, leave it alone. There has to be a level of investigation into that. There has to be a level of interest. See, I, I felt like I seen a lot of that. I, I didn't put any tweets out. I didn't even put RIP out because I just don't want to get involved in, in how nasty it was getting at it's that moment. It's also not our business. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know, yada, yada, yada. But, I think this is such an important thing to speak about because um, it feels like a lot of the people, a lot of the people who spread that level of like nastiness and hate, like there are some people who it's sort of their job to attack people. Mm-hmm. It's what they do. Piers Morgan, all those guys. Yeah, Kate, uh, Kate Hopkins, Hopkins, Piers Morgan. Shit, yeah. Their bread and butter is just having a go at people. Yeah. And I noticed how sheepish they were because they were like oh shit they're coming for us now I noticed that by the way Piers Morgan put out a tweet about suicide and saying how tragic it was and he did that whilst having the avatar of him as a penguin Mm. now the reason he has the avatar of a penguin is because he says he can identify as whatever he wants because people who are trans or people who think they're men or women can identify as whatever they want very sensitive man now the irony of that is what Piers Morgan didn't realise while he's tweeting about suicide one of the communities with the highest rate of suicide in the UK is tra- trans people and people who are transitioning oh. between male and female. So the hypocrisy that he can't see there and the fact that he thinks he can just cover everything and pick up ideas. We have that pick and choose about our ideas now mentality on Twitter because you'll see a little bit of an idea and go, I like that idea. Uh. Take a bit from there, take a bit from there. There's no core identity to Piers Morgan. He's just a big juggling he's whatever you pay him bullshit. to be yeah, yeah. and he'll he'll what, talk about guns what, if he needs what, whatever or, suits him that day and right. i don't want this to become an attack piece on him because that's what i'm that's what i'm trying to speak out against and i think what part of the problem is becoming it weirdly is the people trying to defend caroline and what happened to her 
or then attacking people who attacked her. And and that that ain't the way. It kind of uh, silence is acceptance. So I'm not ex- I'm saying you should be silent about it, but I'm saying don't give them the moral high ground then. Sure. By stooping to their level, what mm-hmm. you what we need to do is go about it in a more adult way and go look what you did was out of order now let this be a lesson that you got and and but yeah, that's where these people thrive that's my biggest problem with with your solution i'm not saying you're wrong i think it'd be lovely no i i you're that. you're right i'm just i don't want i don't want them to get what they want the sun daily mail uh news corp all those people uh thrive in something called plausible plausible deniability so they can uh go well they, they deleted can... enough fucking articles to have that didn't Correct. they did you see the spring cleaning these these mother mate the amount of links that all of a sudden became dead, dead links all yeah. that mate jesus but, but that's the that point. was embarrassing but i was like you literally I, i'd actually have more respect for you if you left that shit up yeah because the fact that you're covering your tracks, it, it shows actual mm-hmm. guilt. Mm-hmm. But the point with plausible deniability is you can go, ooh, that person's bad. And you'll say very rough things, which is, by the way, what everyone had to say about Caroline, because they couldn't report facts because they didn't know a lot of the facts. Mm. So they had to go, this person's bad. And then when someone goes, ooh, you said she was bad, they go, yeah, but I didn't mean bad like that. And that's a plausible deniability. Yeah, yeah. So they can... And that's the big issue. No, there is no journalist now who reports in this great detail. There isn't anyone who's doing. I'm sure. I'm sure there are. There, there are, but, but there's but they're not, not enough. They're not the top. Let's yeah. put it that way. They're not. You know, who wants to read in a thousand word piece? Very yeah. few people. People want it to be like Karen of like bad done move on. And, and that once again plays in our low attention spans that we've all got nowadays. Because I don't know if we have. We get great watch time on the podcast. People don't have low attention it, I, spans. I mean, in terms of reading, I yeah, think reading, sure. we want bullet points and headlines. And whereas, luckily for us, uh, video media is taking off. Part, <laughs> I also think the other side to that is, if you're told you have a low attention span, you will believe you have a low attention span. Yeah. So, to some extent, that is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe, I think maybe we're just, yeah. <sighs> All of this is it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And that's a real, that is a real issue right now, in, especially in Britain. I don't know if it's happening anywhere else. Interestingly, I did just see a tweet from one of our friends, Marvin, who said, um, sometimes it's okay to say, I don't know about that enough about that subject to comment. Yeah, there's not a lot of that out there, is there? I mean, we suffer from that. We do true news and, you know, we'll, we'll comment on anything. Bullshit, any old yeah, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, and bullshit. That, and that, you know, we feed into that in a way. But that is true. And I think that does, we are encouraged to almost have an opinion on absolutely everything. I try not to do that. And that's why I didn't right. tweet out on when it happened and, and I do hang back a little bit when things are exploding now online because I've been burnt by that before mm. and I don't want to be one of those people when I when I was watching I was I was I, I almost found Twitter like a movie at, at that that day I was so many people speaking who shouldn't have been speaking mm. and even friends of ours who were putting tweets out and I, I these are people I love but I'm just like mate shut the fuck mm-hmm. up you need to keep your mouth shut right now. Like, let yeah. this play out. Well, you, because when the facts come out, that's when we're gonna know who was right and who was wrong. Yada yada yada. But um, even then, I don't know if now we know. There's a lot of blame going around for what happened to her, and, and ultimately, I don't think it's right to just point the finger in one direction. It needs to. There's a lot that needs to be taken. Like you say, ITV played their part. Caroline herself obviously didn't manage her life as well as she would have wanted to at that moment. But you, that's okay. 
not it's all, uh, no. yeah it's all right i'm not certainly to, not yeah. saying that it was anyone's what i'm trying to say is there's no one person to blame for this the media are taking a lot of stick uh they need to be better um and i and i really hope that this is a scare for them because i think the media are less trusted than they've ever been in this country and they mm-hmm. and and the, and the strength and the stranglehold that the media had on the knowledge and information that the average taxi driver believed is it's just at an all-time low now yeah. and i feel like public opinion is so against the newspapers now i don't know how these motherfuckers sell anything mm. print any like uh, the opinion of every person i know of the newspapers is rock bottom but then and thank God that people are now turning to alternatives like YouTube and like places like us. But, but the, let's acknowledge with that, though. There is some integrity. There was integrity to the idea of journalism. There is integrity to the idea of... The ideas of these things aren't wrong because the system went wrong. The idea of being a good journalist is still something that's actually really noble. And I don't know if the absence of newspapers and journalism, good journalism on TV or enough of it, means that it will be replaced by something as good. So, I, so, so I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I think what it comes down to the money. I think that's the problem is, is well. the financial gain in reporting a certain way changed the way people reported. But well, if you can click on more pages because you've consumed them faster, more ads get served, mm. more people see more stuff. And if someone can go, oh, seen that done, they'll be a better consumer. Yeah. So news is now structured and the internet structured to make you a better consumer of stuff. And we've been told that'll, that'll make you smarter or that'll make your life better in but a it's, way. But it's what they're reporting about. It's, if, what... if you go on the Daily Mail website, there's just so much bullshit. There's so much celebrity nonsense that means nothing, that is nothing. And that's part of the problem. I always find that incredible, actually, that they can do such in, such incredible investigations into celebrities Dude, and know every minute minute yeah, of Within a day, day, they had Caroline's uh, apartment pictures come out. Like It was as if you, were, could, you could buy a, a flat and all that. Yeah. Like, they, they had everything out yeah. there. But like, they can't investigate real subjects or subjects we actually care about. Yeah. With that, they go, have to wait and see. But you can tell me everything about yeah. the intimate details about these people's lives. It I really wish they'd sense. investigate Biggie and Tupac's death. Yeah. <laughs> I'd well, love to know what happened. No, no, I like that sort of being, you know, I don't know. Um, so that, I guess that brings us on to social media, mm-hmm. uh, which was the other arm of where people were blaming it. Um, do you think it, that could change now? That could, this could be a wake-up call for people. There's been so many times where this has happened before, and... Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they are all so removed from the UK. I don't even... I mean, the UK arm of Twitter and Instagram and Facebook probably knew something about Caroline. And in America, in Silicon Valley or wherever the fuck the companies are based, they went, oh, that's a little... It's quite a red dot in there in England. There must be a lot of news being circulated. Uh. But they don't go, what news is that? They don't go, why is that news being circulated? They just go, that's good. The system works. It's distributing the information. Twitter in particular is, I feel like, and, and obviously when, when I had my fucking trending moment last year, mm. I got a real taste of the poison that it, it is. Um, Here's the taste of the poison that you got and uh, we got in general. Hello, Twitter. We've got like a, this is a really personal situation that's going on here and there's someone who's really suffering because of it. Uh, can you help? Yeah, take a ticket and uh, we'll get back to you. Here's a link for the ticket. Okay, the, t- the ticket link isn't working right now and it's not giving us a number. Well, we can't do anything without a number. Right, okay. 
I, I genuinely, I can't find a number anywhere. Can you show me how to get a number? I'll just send you the link again and we'll see if you can get a number now. It's the same link, mate. That went on for three days. Can I just no say No one in our team, eight different people that I knew, I sent it to eight different people and said, can you click this, this? No one got a number. Can I say though that Lawrence, thanks for trying to get a number. I oh, tried. I do I, appreciate. I tried. Yeah. Um, by that point, I'd been trending. I think three you were number two solid. at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so that is that is Twitter. That is the people who run Twitter. The people behind Twitter, for a start, don't care about people. No. They don't care about the mental health of people. The way Twitter is built has such a little protection from trolls. Blocking them alone doesn't do enough. There's, th- there needs to be so many more forms of control over who can say what to you, what can appear below your tweets. Can you then remove that? Like an accountability for the abuse because of the way Twitter set up once again is not there. You can be anyone, anywhere. You can, you can post anything and mm-hmm. get away with it, no matter if it's illegal. The, they just don't care. As long as people are using the app, they don't give a fuck. That brings us on to the people who do use the app. Like I feel like the inner sadness through a lot of people's lives just spews out onto their twit onto their tweets. Like and it's easy for me to sit there and call them losers. And you know, they are a lot of them. Like they're they're sad, pathetic people, but at the same time it's funny, I was watching um, Mike from the Logan podca- Logan Paul podcast, and he goes, uh, yeah, you asked me to show you a loser, I'll show you someone who just tweets people bullshit all day and abuses them, like, that's a loser. And they are, but, like, there's too much of it going on now. Trolls used to be, well, I remember when the internet was in its earlier phases, trolls were just something that was sort of, oh, you get the odd one. It's it's a community yeah. trolling is a community now it's it's becoming a way everyone does a bit of it almost it's becoming like a pastime for regular people um i personally would never just sit and waste my days away arguing with people on twitter but it's all it's becoming so regular and so normal now there's also scales to it though aren't there mm. so there are people who are like hardcore trolls who mm. are almost it's probably just a miserable early 20s guy who's just sitting in a room no job or whatever or maybe even has a job and he's trying to escape from it there are so many different iterations of these people and then there are sort of low-level trolls who will retweet something and go this is a bit funny you probably witnessed that because i think a lot of people contact me on a daily basis and go true geordie blocked me because i made a joke and it was a joke i didn't mean to i mean if if you make a funny joke i'll always laugh but that's the point though is i think you don't know what jokes are then i might block you and that's the point and i'm not saying you're wrong there i'm saying you when it when you're just getting a barrage of hate and you can't tell the difference between someone going rah, 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 or someone going I'm going to make sure this person yeah wants to kill themselves you there is no differentiation because it's it's just 140 or 280 characters to you with just you can't so, hear the tone of voice you can't hear sarcasm you can't hear any so, of no, it I, I disagree though on, on one thing I just think that banter mm-hmm. and abuse there's a real clear line there and if if you blur that line a lot of people do make the choice of they tweet abuse and they go oh, i was just banter though yeah it wasn't though was it i but mean th- that think wasn't about that, though. think about that because um if you know someone you can banter them but what you were receiving was people think they know you but you don't know them so a lot of people thought they knew caroline and were probably tweeting about her a lot of people think they know you and you know they probably do know a lot about you from the shows. What that means though is that 
if you walked into a party, walked up to a stranger and went, big nose, you go, banter. And they go, yeah, I get that every day though. Who are you, sorry? And you think it's banter, they think it's abuse. So, it, uh, but but what I'm all I'm saying is, there's a real, for example, Stephen tries, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I mean, he, he's a funny motherfucker, and when he tweets things, he he structures the tweet, he words the tweet in a way it's clearly a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't just tweet, "You've got a big nose, mate," to a celebrity. Yeah. There's there's a joke, there's a punchline, yeah. there's a setup. Like people who are dumb. And hate-filled, they don't do that. that yeah. Like, they just tweet basic abuse. And sadly, a lot of people get behind it. And a lot of people... As a man who grew up to be six foot four and 23 stone, and I could literally just crush a human skull with me fucking two hands if I wanted to. Really? I, I feel... I know what it feels like to be powerful. Yeah. And what I'm saying is... I've always known I could kick ass if I need to, right? If I walk past someone, I think I've always known I could kill that person if I wanted to with my bare hands. I, right. I don't. Just to be clear, yeah. <laughs> this sound. This is so weird. Just to be clear, though, mm-hmm. I don't walk past people and think that because I've known it from being fifteen years old. Right. So it's become knowledge that I don't ever draw on unless I have to have a fight with someone. Okay. Now, the point I'm making, just to be absolutely clear, is when you have strength, when you have confidence, Mm. when you have that belief in your own physicality over another person, I don't need to then abuse people on Twitter, like, uh, to get to feel powerful, to Mm. feel strong. When I go into the gym and I bench press 200 fucking kilograms, Mm. I feel that power. I feel the strength. I don't need to be... I know that I've got that over people. It, it's not a necessity for me to feel good about myself. It's just there. Twitter, it's always been there. Twitter did remove that feeling of power, though, didn't it? No, but, 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 the, but the point I'm making is, for a lot of people who don't have that about themselves, and I'm not suggesting that everyone needs to feel strong and bench 200 kilograms mm. to feel strong, but what I'm suggesting is some people don't have anything. Caroline Flackhead presenting, you have your thing. A lot of people out there have their thing. A lot of people don't. And I feel like the frustration within them, and I know so many young men out there right now, what am I going to do? What am I going to do for my job? What am I going to be? Where's What is my identity? And that frustration and that fucking anger deep within them comes out and I'm going to banter this guy off on Twitter to make myself feel better about where I am in life. And I've never personally, if I mean, I might have said some things about people, but I've never done it for that reason, mm. you know? Do you, do you think... Does that make uh, sense? Mate? Oh, totally. But to add, and to add on to that, it is that there is this bigger idea that, you know, if you're not grinding or if, you're not, if you don't have meaning in your life, then somehow your life's meaningless. Oh, 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 no, it's, it's just yet to find what, you're, what you are. But that's what I'm saying. People are told that, though, on a daily basis. They don't get told you're yet to find what you are. They're told if you don't have it, then you don't have it. And yeah. you're sort of made to feel bad for that. And I, it's a, very much about yeah. the instant. I, what, it has to be instant. So I watched a documentary lately, and you've probably seen it. it was the Kevin Hart documentary. Yeah. Have you watched it or not? I, I watched it after you recommended it, because I can't stand him. Yeah, you're, you're not a Kevin Hart fan. And to be honest with you... 
I'm not. But yeah. but I'm a fan of him. Right. Like his positivity. So his movies and his comedy, I'm sort of like, ah, all right. Well, some things he's funny. Some things are a bit too. I don't really watch The Rock's movies, you know. But I like The Rock. He's a great wrestler. Right. Okay. So Kevin Hall got cancelled for some shit he said back in the day on Twitter about the gay community or gay people mm-hmm. or his son growing up to be gay, rather. That by the way, he was going to host the Oscars, and it got. And he got he got cancelled. Yeah, he yeah. was one. It was actually quite early cancel culture then. Yeah, it was. And I don't know. I found it quite interesting mm. what happened to him, mm. and and it sort of reminds me of of this situation, but not as bad. And what Kevin Hart said basically is, I'm not going to apologise for something I did ten years ago. Yeah. That was me in the past, and this isn't me now. And I'm not going to feed the beast of. You're cancelled, you're cancelled. I'm not justifying myself to them. Now, to be fair, I think he didn't handle that right. But I I, I got his point, yeah. which was it, 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 the social media machine now has become, it's given too many people power over stuff that, that doesn't concern them, isn't involved. In, you, yeah. you, Caroline Flack was nothing to do with you. Why are you tweeting about her? You, don't, you probably don't yeah. even watch Love Island. Just because you want blood doesn't mean they have to. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um and also, it's actually quite smart on his part there. Yeah, he, what I would have done if I was him is addressed it once and for all and then said, I'm drawing a line under that now. You know this isn't the real me. Yeah. If you bring this up again, it's because you're trying to feed into me getting cancelled and not because you care about the facts. Because I've told you the facts. Correct. He didn't really handle it like that. No. But, but, but he did a podcast with Rogan where he basically said, the problem is it's not cool to pat people on the back anymore. The only way you get... So if I if I so I started out moaning about Newcastle. If I if you look at for example football YouTube, the channels that moan and complain about their teams, me included. By the way, I'm not I'm not pushing the finger at anyone here. Are the ones that get ahead because frustration and negativity is more entertaining for some reason than the Man City channels where the lads are going, that's hey, fucking great. We're yeah. the best team in the world. Yeah. And the views reflect that Although to a team. You'd you say know? if they did lean into that more recently, they'd get more views. Well, yeah, maybe. But the, but the point I'm making is just Blue. human nature. I guess that's part of this problem is that we just find negativity cooler or more interesting or someone, someone tearing something down. I completely agree. To add to that, though, it's then how we frame the negativity, it's then how we handle negativity, and it's the narrative of what happens when negativity happens that we need to deal with. Mm. Because negativity doesn't mean, like, it isn't, you're not a murderer if you've been homophobic. You, You might have caused some people a lot of pain, but it's not black and white as to, um, I'm trying to think of a, a good way to put this. I'm not, and by the way, I'm not endorsing homophobia, but what I am saying is if you've been prejudiced towards someone, that doesn't mean that you are a fully cognizant, you've thought of every angle and then gone, homophobia is the best way to go. You are probably... <laughs> the way you nodded your though. head. Yeah, it? but it, it, it's actually the opposite of that. Mm. And that's what's sad about it, is we treat these people as if they've looked at every angle and then chosen racism. And... That's partly what uh, John Barnes kindly got cancelled because he was uh, trying to make a quite a complex point not long ago about racism. And I think a lot of people reacted very aggressively to it. I'm not sure that I 100% agree with what he was saying. But what he was saying is you can't force people to think differently. You can't go think different, you racist. Because they won't. They'll just stop telling you what they're thinking. 
and that is a problem. I, and I've experienced that exact problem with people I've met my whole fucking life. Not about racism, but about people who are holding on to an opinion and won't hear the other side out. Yeah, because and, it's core to their identity for some yeah, people. Yeah, and, and there's such an emotional uh, placement on this opinion. And the only way to get around it is to take a long time educating people. But that's ego, though, isn't it? Yeah. The ego will hold on to the identity. And that's what I think we, we said it at the start. We said it in the middle and we're saying it again. <coughs> because of this lack of like meaning, people now will add meaning to almost anything. It means that because that we don't really have a scale for meaning anymore, everything's meaningful and everything's meaningless. And that's a real problem for oh, us mate, It's getting to a point where anyone who gets a, a negative tweet about anything they do, they're like, I've literally seen this. I'm the next Caroline Flack. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're not. No. You didn't present Love Island. Yeah. You weren't on trial. You're not the next... Someone just tweeted you something and said uh, an, an actual criticism of you yeah. that you probably deserved, and you're literally putting that... And going, yeah, I know how she felt. Yeah. Uh, but that's the victim position. And it, we always talk about that triangle of the hero, victim, saviour sort of thing, where you will shift. A lot of people will just shift to each of them. And the, the media reports on one of the three. It either goes, hero, Boris Johnson got Brexit. Victim, you know, fucking uh, Jeremy Corbyn or whatever, because he lost... You know, and it goes in that. Put the, 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 the evil people, the EU, and it go, they go in this constant cycle of that you are this you are this you are this and it doesn't give people another identity to have you can you're you're only one of the three and you're nothing else but you can be other stuff you can be not a victim not a hero not the villain there are other people in life but even the big movies are about heroes and villains all these big stories about these things i guess that's why i always gravitate towards characters who are fucking anti-heroes oh yeah yeah but even then, it's anti-hero. Yeah. Like, or it, we're teaching people to define their lives in a really unhealthy way. And the worst of thing about it is, and I don't want to get all David Icke on you, right? <laughs> Go for it. David talks about there being like this. Um, the I'm not going to be an anti-Semitic. The, David <laughs> talks about there being this level of people, like you know, the normal people, us, people who exist in the real world. You know, people who don't have this higher consciousness. We can't see more spectrums of light. Blah, blah, we blah. haven't taken the red pill. Yeah. If you go to Silicon Valley, the way that they think about their users is not how can people have a happy experience on a daily basis. It's how can we harness all this human mental energy and do some experiments with it and see what higher meaning we can find. And if a few people die along the way or a few people get a bit depressed, like there's millions more like that's not really a problem. What do you mean about Silicon Valley? You mean at Google? Yeah, Google, Twitter. Instagram, yeah, all okay. these places, we are just experiments on how they can A, make more money, B, work out how they can shift people. We're just a node of information and they see it as like a, how can we become, you know, this hive mind where we can all do, we can all think together and everyone can think in this certain way. And it's, it is killing people now mm-hmm. because they are causing mass shifts of people's ideas going all over the place. And that happened with Caroline, where everyone went negative. I I feel like, I remember when the internet started, you know, and I remember what it was used for at that time, which for me was watching wrestling and porn. Yeah, Um, both of them very slow downloaders. To to be honest with you, sometimes the wrestling did sort of merge the two. Mm. Um, Shout out Trish Stratus. Shout out to Trish Stratus, shout out to Sable. Yeah, Venus. Um, um, Venus? 
Uh, Val Venus. <laughs> for you, maybe. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Um, <laughs> such a weird thing mm. to get into. But, and, and now seeing how the internet and how this constant access that the trolls have to us, we're so, everyone's so accessible. The minute you go on your phone, as we all do many, many times a day for many hours a day now, and we hit that Twitter button and we look at our mentions, and and for people watching this, you might not be able to identify what with what I'm about to say. But in the past, it's been so common for me to naturally go, oh, I'm just going to check Twitter. I'll, I'll put a video out earlier. I'll see if anyone's Twitter at uh, an abuse, just at, 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 you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that, you're fat, you're fucking big fat gay faggot, you're this, you're, like, or, or you're like shit on each other, like all of this sort of stuff. And it's just like, and when you say that, it's impossible for it not to affect my mental state. It's, it, I, I'm a strong guy, but I'm a human, you know, and it, it, it hits you like, whoa, what the fuck? And uh, I have no doubt after seeing private conversations people have posted with Caroline Flack that she would have done that many times and she would have been heavily affected by it. And and, ev- and so many people on a day-to-day basis who aren't committing suicide but are just trying to have a life where their business is on social media. They have to, uh, Some people have I've seen tweets in the past week going, just come off social media, what's the problem? It's like, shut the fuck up, pal. Yeah. Because... By that time, the damage is already done. I came off social media. Do you think I was fine? I was busy fucking half a bottle of whiskey down, mate. Like, I knew I'm off, but they're still on there talking about me. Mm. I'm not stupid. I can't just ignore everything. I'm pretty good at shutting things off. I can't just ignore that. And we and we can't. We You can't just have the opinion of come off social media and, and, that's, and, and, and let the world rot. Like, the system needs changing because that's the way it's going now is just negative abuse is king can we talk about a specific thing that i saw online because i I agree with what you're saying but i think that there's um there's a really good example of how that works Mm. because everyone on everyone on twitter is trying to justify the position that they're taking so people take a position and then they'll go right i'm now going to justify and i'll stick here and i saw i think it was one of caroline's friends uh, was meeting her boyfriend at the airport. I can't... Laura Whitmore, it might have been. Okay. And she was meeting her boyfriend. And there was a photographer taking photos. But it had been the first time, I think, since Laura had seen her boyfriend and they both knew Caroline. Sorry if I misnamed this person, but her name was Laura. And she was very upset because these two... It was an emotional meet. That, and, you know, you get, get that it. moment where you're like, yep. God, I can't believe it. And the photographer was taking photos of them because he's a photographer. He's paparazzi. That's his job. And she stopped him and she was filming him. And he was clearly, he didn't know what to do, the photographer. Because his job is to take photos of these people and then sell them. I mean, he's, he's basically a, a paid stalker though, really. Yeah. That's what that is. But what I'm, it's not but, a real job. But the wider point is, what he said was, and I'm, I'm not kidding, he was clearly panicking in that moment and going, yeah. shit, she came over to me and now she's filming me. What do I say? And he went, so was it a friend you lost recently? And I just watched that and I was like, oh, this guy's just gone into autopilot and his mouth is just saying whatever. I don't know if he's gone into autopilot as much as his people skills, I'll because like- of the nature of his mm-hmm. job, 
anyone who thinks I'm going to follow people around and snap photos of them when they're trying to have a life, yeah, you're probably a bit weird. No, I get what you're and, saying. And the fact is, when when it when it was time for him, when the when the subject Please. turned it back and went, oh no, what about you, bitch? He obviously froze because he ain't used to having that what he does to people no one ever does to him but that's and all of a sudden your p- high powered perception is pointing back at you motherfucker but it made me realize in that moment that some people are doing things because they need money or some people maybe he got in, he wanted to be a photographer and he got into this business and he thought okay i want to be a photographer but in the meantime i'm gonna have to make some money so i'll take my camera and i'll go and take photos of celebrities and in time that's a lovely idea and what i'm saying is that it slowly moved his window over to right now i just need the money so i'm going to do this it pays well blah 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 what we assume is that everyone on a daily basis assesses and makes their decisions based on seeing every perspective Mm -hmm. and then they go right let's make a conscious clever decision and a lot of people are tired hungry need some help Uh, aren't supported by their family just had an argument with their wife just had an argument with their husband and they're all going through this stressful daily life of i need money i need to pay the rent there everyone's got their worries but we just don't know them and in that moment he was panicking he didn't know what to do so he was saying something stupid and she was going god i can't believe you just said that so she wanted to blame him in the same way as people wanted to blame caroline for making a mistake so everyone in that situation for me was acting even though she was in pain and he should have been more caring, she also didn't deal with it well. Now, he should have left her alone. But what I'm also saying is, don't go around. Everyone just wants to blame each other. It's about, well, you did wrong. Well, you did wrong. He did wrong. I think they in, did wrong. in emotional situations, that's what it always... Uh, uh, you'll often Everyone's find, wrong. you'll often find, sadly, that funerals sometimes degenerate into oh, yeah. really bad places because everyone's so upset and that... And the, and particularly with suicide, um, if it's near, if it's that, there's a lot of finger pointing, a lot of anger, and a there's, lot of pain. And it's horrible. desperation that things will stay the same. And it's desperation that essentially what you're saying is, I want to try and control as much as I can in my life. Mm. And everyone around you is also grieving, and also something difficult's happening for them. And at the point, it just becomes difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. The problem is, we almost as a society need to go. People are gonna make mistakes. People are are going to make awful mistakes. And that's, that I, is just going to happen. I just feel like back in the day when Princess Diana died, I was a weird segue, but, but she was under the massive amount of scrutiny and, 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 and her, her death was the biggest funeral in the history of the world for me. And, and, and I, I remember just being so taken aback by the way she was pursued her whole life and then the way she died and how it all ended tragically. And... I look at now being a, being a celebrity now. Mm. Back in the day, Princess Diana was on an island all on her own. She was just a, a peak of fame and, and that harassment. But now, because access to people is so widely available, we're not seeing Dianas, don't get me wrong, but we're seeing just a, such a common harassment of people. And, 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 and what I was trying to say earlier about not being able to just switch it off, mm. it's social media is such a part of all of our lives now particularly if you want to be in the public eye you want to have a career where you need to let your fans know hey guys i'm at this event i'm selling this single or this movie's coming out social media is such a huge part of our life there's a reason why the only people who don't participate in social media are like brad pitt and dicaprio like barely like you know like you got to be 
insanely famous to not have to play that game. That's also because people will disseminate their message for them if they go, oh, yeah, I'm mean, Brad Pitt, they've got message. They've Like Beckham's got people running a social media, but generally speaking... That's not him tweeting. But generally speaking, you can't just go, all right, I'm not going to do that. And the solution for me isn't to tell the people who are being targeted oh, well, you just have to leave social media now. No, it, it's the people who are doing the targeting we need to try and educate better. Mm-hmm. And, what, and what the point that you're making about how a lot of these people aren't thinking shit through. A lot of the people, may, like I said before, are searching for meaning, aren't, haven't found that yet, are frustrated, are lashing out. And they are the people who, rather than turning it back on them, like she did, and putting the camera back on them, and rather than fighting fire with fire, as I said earlier, which is what a lot of people are trying to do in going after Piers Morgan and going after all these people, but like warm, caring education where it's like, look, we're not being very nice to each other in society at the moment. Drama creates clicks, clicks creates money. We need to break this system down a bit more. We need to offer more protection to people who are on social media. We need to hold people more accountable for what they're saying and their actions. I come up with a little idea a couple of weeks ago on a podcast, I think it was the Luca Magnotta uh, one we did on TG2. Ultimately, it shouldn't just be people like me who are verified. It shouldn't just be people like me who are, oh, you know who this guy really is. No, we should all be verified. We should all have blue ticks. We should all be accountable for what we fucking say. And if you're saying some shit that's out of order, then you get punishments. You get reported to the police. It's not so difficult to find out who people are. Oh, this guy had 10 different social medias and he was 10 different fake accounts. No, no. He had one account, one person. This is your unique code. This is your, your verified account. We've all got... We need to break this system completely with with care, with education, with accountability, and so that there are some protection. And also, the same thing needs to be applied to the media. The rules need to be changed there. The media shouldn't... I can't believe I live in a country where the media can knowingly print shit that's untrue. They, they can just do that. You are the media. Your, your, your whole thing is to give us the news to give us truth if you if you get if there needs to be a a governing body where if you are found to be printing lies that you provably knew at the time were lies you your newspaper is suspended for a week it's suspended whatever i don't care this how can we how can we have a government that doesn't govern the media well because we did have that but sadly i mean i think before there were lies anyway but we've transitioned into a system where it's even harder now to hold people to account. And that's exactly what Murdoch wanted when he had Sky and deregulation. And there is this debate going on about the BBC at the moment and whether we should keep the BBC. The Sun, if you bought it every day of the week or whatever for all their services, would cost you, I think, £4.50, something like that, a week. The BBC, radio, online, TV, everything, will cost you £2 something. And the whole point of the BBC, and I know it, as a company it's sort of lost its way a little bit, but it's supposed to hold a standard to for everyone else, and well, it, it hasn't more. It recently. certainly doesn't do that. Less so, 
It's more. It's a. You could argue it's a little more neutral than the average fucking media. But but the point is, I mean, but, I, but I then, don't want to bring make this about the. But, but what I'm saying is, there needs to be a central. We, there we needs need to be a governing body. body mate. There needs to be people who are fucking calling people out, going, "Hold on a second, you did this, you did that. You're a fucking journalist." They are though, and the big problem is there is such a backlog of these things that you can't you. Don't Mate, have enough staff well, to call these people. Well, out. if that if that's the case, they're probably filing complaints back from 1984. They are. Do you know what I mean? Like these complaints are coming from. Why do you think Piers Morgan's still working in the media? Why do you think any Piers Morgan did one of the most awful things you can do as a journalist? Deliberately lied and put people's lives in danger. He misled the public for some weird reason. This guy is still allowed to be the editor of things. Et cetera, he, he's et he's celebrated. Yeah, celebrated. Uh, part of my conclusion from what you said then was you said we need to completely reset the system. Do you ever wonder if we'd just be better without the system? Like, do you ever just wonder if it was, there might be a collective one day of sort of, do we really need this internet anymore? From a personal point of view, I get a lot of enjoyment out of making videos. But you'd find something else. I've, I've been thinking about turning the comments off on everything. Yeah, we discussed this not long ago, yeah. sort of the Netflix approach. I, I, I had a word uh, a, a long time ago with uh, Will, uh, Will any for everyone who, who knows him um, and I said do you think that would harm the views and that if I did that because obviously Will knows a lot about uh, YouTube he was like I, I wouldn't do it because um, you know yada 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 the, the, way, the way things are structured and that but the, the, the more this goes on the, the more my mental health has been impacted and like I say I'm just human I'm a strong guy mm. but you know you see enough fucking abuse and eventually you just get to a point where I don't want to. I don't want to remove the voice of the of the the great commenters that we often get. But I'm also like silences acceptance a little bit, like allowing these comments to carry on. And there's just so many shitheads out there. I think to myself, it, do I just say nah? I'm I'm done now. I'm do, done with comments. I'm what, done with. Yeah. I I, I need a, a, to draw a line between what's acceptable and what isn't. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm getting closer and closer to a point where I'm like, I need to end it. The, the comments. Yeah. I, I, oh, no, but not just the... My, my, I used to put a lot of opinions out on Twitter, but what I realised is because of retweets, your opinions then get spread into circles of people who don't know you. And then they don't know your tone, they also don't know your history, and they don't know the real kind of guy you are. So I save those now for videos, because I know that our audience get us, and they know where this is coming from. A majority of them. No, but they they get the hearts that way we've got. They know that we're decent blokes, really. Um, And I've... I've stopped tweeting anywhere near as much as I used to. I only tweet or post on social. I try and put a little more like emotion into the Instagram and stuff like having certain um, pictures or certain words. I, um, but it's such a toxic place, Twitter. I can only post my videos. I, I can't have it. I don't want to even start a conversation on there because what people do is, it, it's such an in-depth thing. Yeah. It, it becomes, someone will take one little thing you said out of context and they'll twist it in the reply and they'll be like, you know I didn't mean it. And next thing you know, you've got other people then piling in, agreeing with them and, and contradicting you, uh, things that you've never even said. It, it, it just spirals because it's such a horrible, hateful place. So now I don't even imagine entertain that. that. Yeah. Um, imagine uh, having a conversation with someone where everything you say, like imagine if everything you said to me, 
I went, so what you mean is... Yeah. So what you're yeah, going to say, and what you're actually saying... God. Oh, but actually And it gets to the guy, point where... When you've got over half a million followers on Twitter, like I do, I'd, I'd have to spend 20 minutes just putting fires out going, you don't understand, this is what I really meant. But by that point, the people reading might have stopped halfway down and not heard my rebuttal. So I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, this is bad for me. And I've stopped doing, like, I, I stopped doing that a long time ago. But but I've stopped even putting any opinion out mm. on Twitter. I put my videos up, that's it. Instagram the same and with YouTube I'm starting to think do I just shut the comments off because there's too many just bad people out there that I'm, I'm, I'm interacting with do you know what else the medium is the message in this because it's so easy to go below a video and just go nah, 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 I don't like it it means that it's trivial it's such a trivial comment whether you say something good or you say something bad it's a bit Rudyard Kipling where it's like you know take the good with the bad and treat I, them both I, the same I, yeah. but the, the problem with that is there are other people who read the video and goes, God, these comments, like the com- the comments are so important below the video. And Yeah, I, I do get that and that's why I've left them. What you almost want is a, a harder way. It, you almost need to make it a few more steps to have to comment. So yeah. you have to justify it. You have to, in, if you, people really want to comment on the video, they'll go to Twitter yeah. and they'll go, love the video. Or they'll go to your Instagram and go, I love the video, blah, blah, blah. You have to make it harder than just to be able to go, you're a dickhead. I, I, I get a uh, host. The medium is the message. The me- if it is so easy to say something nasty or horrible, you're removing any meaning or anything that goes with nasty or horrible. So it doesn't mean anything. A kind of like um, a system where people had to record a video message right. as a reply that I got into an invo- inbox sort of mm. thing to the video, and I'd be like, "Oh, this is what he said," and I wouldn't. You couldn't show these, but but it would be like a personal, and then it would be like that's the real person. Yeah. Uh, you get girls twerking. No, I'm sure. Sure. But the point... I mean, if that's the, what you want. For example, um, the, we did the Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder breakdown, and I got so many great comments, and that, even I was like, fuck me, they're actually being pretty nice here. Did you call Gio and go, are you deleting <laughs> in it? No. no. Are you creating fake accounts yeah. here? Uh, but no... Um, what an edit. But then I got one guy who went um, 670, like uh, 659, uh, yeah, you said this, and I was like... Yeah, 15-minute video, mate. Mm. Like, you got anything else? Like, I said one word wrong. Like, is that that's your comment? Yeah. Or if, or you, watched, you watched past seven minutes, and you just literally went, yeah, you said that wrong. But like, That's, I'm, that's I'm, your I'm, fault then, because you're choosing... I get what you're saying, he's wrong. But you're wrong as well to then give that uh, some gravity in that no, sense. No, that, that's the point, I guess, I'm thinking is like, would it be wrong of me to then ban everyone just because there's the odd dickhead? No. Would it be, or would it would be it? such a bad thing? Because on Netflix, you know what's really interesting about Netflix? You can't read the comments on Netflix. So you just go on Netflix and go, cool, let's watch it. You don't go on and go, let's look at what other people said. I must admit, that's part of it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, why, no- I'm, that's why I'm thinking, do I just scrap them? Because it just removes the poison. Because on some videos, if you pick a topic like this, for example, the, the comments could be so prickly mm. and... Um, you can tell when someone's literally watched a quarter of the video and and jumped to a conclusion. And what I'm, you, you, we read the comment, we go, hold on a second. Ten minutes later, I've, com- I've, I've agreed yeah. with you. But you've already gone. You've yeah. already... Uh, but that's... It's, yeah, that that's the main problem as well is... It, the system just... You'll never... I think the main problem is, again, we're sold this by Facebook, Twitter, and other things. They're aiming to make a perfect platform. They're aiming to make the platform as good as they can. <sighs> Actually, there is no perfect platform. Actually, you're never going to no, find you, you a perfect improve. way of serving uh, the, things. Uh, the only point I'm making is, right now, all three of the main platforms I use, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, TikTok. are benefited 
or, or, or designed to make it easier for trolls and 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 the, and the abuse to come through directly to you, mm-hmm. and 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 the creators are not protected in any way. Men- mm. Mental health is is not considered in any of this. And when people start dying, and an element of Caroline Flack and and many other people who've died, unfortunately, in the last few years, um, is social media and the impact it's having on us. And 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 I even got messages. People talk about oh, when you put out the Fall of True Geordie video, and what you actually were feeling the whole time. Uh, when Caroline died, people messaged me going, I'm so glad that you managed to like, get through that moment. And not that I'm comparing the two situations once again. Caroline was going on trial. She was way bigger. They were, they were too, comparing it, though. Two completely yeah. different. But you the point is, the social media is brutal. That's all I'm linking it for. Well, I also think that the point with that is you got a chance to change what people thought of you or you got that you've, and you felt like you had a chance to change that. And I think she didn't feel that she had that hope to be able to change that. Uh, yeah, and, and 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 for people who... I guess there's a couple of things I want to say in regards to mental health because I feel like some people equate depression to the circumstances that they're in, and then they're two different things. There are some people who could have the best life, be surrounded by loving, caring people, the job of their dreams, whatever, all the money in the world, and are depressed because they've got this medical condition that means that they just can't shake it. They're just always in that mind state. And then there are other people who circumstantially feel depressed because their job is terrible, they're not sleeping enough, their diet is shot, they're, they're no physical exercise, the, the people around them are negative and, 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 and it's a lonely life that they're living. Um, if you're feeling depressed and, you know, yeah, talk to people, but but look at your circumstances as well, because this is the thing: suicide is preventable, mm. and 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 sometimes the moons align in the worst way possible and make you feel like there is no hope. But many times, you're just needing to keep going long enough for one of those things, one of those dominoes, to fall, and it will change, and and to change those things. You know, can can you start exercising more? Can you sort your sleep pattern out? Can you start eating better? Can you get a job that makes you feel a bit better about yourself? Are your friends actually good friends? Do you need to switch your circle up? There are so many ways that you can combat inner sadness. And for me, I, I've found that that really... Getting through that dark period I've had... And I've had many dark periods in my life. And, and it's just about... The storm is going to pass. Fuck me. This is horrible. But it's good. I've got to wait this out. I've just got to keep going and, 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 and endure, um, what's it? endure, endure, yeah. endure those bad days because eventually, for me personally, it was, uh, you know, less people will talk about, less people will care. You face this now. Uh, will, will, will the money issues improve? Will you um, start exercising more, stop sleeping better? All these little things can change your mind state. Robin Williams said, uh, suicide is a permanent solution to temporary problems. And it is true. Uh, and he said that in a movie, actually, it was his character who said yeah. that. But it is, it's true that. And um, and it's, it's, this is the thing, I didn't know Caroline, and we've talked about her, but we've talked about a lot of general topics today. It's just so fucking sad. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought. 
because at the end of the day, she obviously wasn't a perfect person. I'm not trying to sit here and, you know, oh, isn't wasn't she lovely? Now she's dead. That, but clearly, there was talent. There was love. Like so many people have said so many nice things about her. She was fucking beautiful. She had lots left to live for, and she just didn't feel that way. And a lot of people who. A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people think suicide is a selfish thing that some people do. And it's like, bro, are you fucking crazy? Like, do you know what you're saying? Like, these these people are so low. They, they Selfish. They don't even value themselves. They don't value. They're so ashamed of where they are that selfish is the last thing they are. To take your own life in the way she did and to fucking mean it the way she meant it. So fucking sad and... and, and uh, it's something that we all need to learn from because it's not just uh, Caroline Flack and, and, and who's affected by this. They, I read a stat the other day about how many nurses every year kill themselves. Like, um, so many people are being affected by this now. And uh, like I said at the start of the podcast, I just really hope that we all can like look at our actions in the future. And, and, the, and the systems that we're working within and say, I need to change. The systems need to change. A lot needs to fucking change here. Like. What do you think about like um, how you give meaning to your life? Because I think a lot of people, um, there, there's a big debate going on around, you know, we've sort of, we live in a godless society, all that sort of stuff. And therefore a lot of people think we live in a meaningless society. And I think some people are sort of capitalising on that and kind of going, well, if we live in a meaningless society, then let's just make as much money as we can. Let's do whatever we can in this time. And that... I think meaning has changed. So, like, obviously, centuries ago, it it was about spirituality and, and are you a good person and will you get into heaven? And now it's how many followers you got. And that's, right. that's where uh, we've changed, for, probably for the worst. I don't know. I think... You can be distracted and told it's about how many followers you've got. That's what people believe, though. Yeah. That is why, uh, like I said on the uh, Luca Magnata podcast that we did, uh, so many regular people who have regular jobs are posting on their social medias, um, thanks Topshop for this for this T-shirt, mm. as if they're influencers when they've just bought a 20-quid T-shirt at Topshop mm. but they want to come across like an influencer. And there's there's this desire to be popular now um and i think that that's 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 where a lot of this is stemming from is if i put a hot take on a celebrity and i punch up and i bring them down i then climb as i'm doing that and because i then i get the retweets off the back of them and then i start acting like an influencer pretty soon you got your own youtube channel and you're climbing the ladder and you're part of the problem Hmm. And then you're setting that example for everyone else who's then trying to follow. Like so many people just want to do that now. Social status, isn't it? That's 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 where the meaning's coming from. Is what does your Instagram look like? That is funny though, because I mean it's not it's not funny in any way, but it is. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting because social status is something that the human mind thinks about anyway. It wants to be at the top of the hierarchy, or it wants to know. I think actually it doesn't want to be at the top. It wants to know where it is in the hierarchy. And very often it's very difficult to know where you are in that hierarchy. I don't think every brain desires to be the alpha male, as they put it, or at the very top. I think some people just desire to understand where they are. And people don't know where they are. 
And so when you're then, the human mind automatically, when it's presented with a system that you can then put into... Well, there's a number of followers, for example. There's there's a a direct number. there's a way to work out where you are, which is followers or retweets or any of those things. For some weird reason, the human mind goes, that's the important thing. And then just goes after that important thing. And it will chase it in any way possible. We, We crave structure and routine. By nature. Yeah. We do. And so when you're given that structure, you'll try and follow that structure. Mm. But it also means you won't look out, you won't look up from out of that structure because the thing a fish knows nothing about is water. So you, when you're that fish in water, you're, you're just going, well, that's everything then. But if, if you can look above that and you can work out that there isn't just that, removing yourself from that structure is so healthy and can really help your mind to grow and change and give you some, another yeah. way of pattern of thinking. Uh, that happens on YouTube as well. There's a reason YouTubers oh, make the same video over and over and over again. So fucking right, mate, honestly. Um, There's a reason also, by the way, that Caroline felt defined by these things was because she existed. Maybe I'm, maybe, I'm not t- making an assumption about it. She existed in that structure. And that structure was then made to make her feel awful about herself. Well, on, on YouTube, like numbers and that are, are just so massive. And, I, and I've learned... And I, I'm really glad that I've learned not to care about numbers anymore, like mm. or as much, because m- most of the worst videos I watch are the ones in the millions. Yeah, and, and the best videos tend to be hundred k or something but, like that. By the way, there was a, there are a million view videos right now that claim to be calling Caroline Flax. Well, there, there you there you go. So, and that's something that YouTube really need to fucking get a grip of. By the way, but um, these these for those who don't know, there's these people on youtube who within an hour there will be calling caroline flack speaking to the dead these sorts of things like trashy tacky videos meaningless teenage you dickheads know, yeah. yeah i mean to be fair there's that j station fella who does it who's a fucking grown man but he's, a, he's a child who just hasn't grown in up his head yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah but on youtube but, but i think it's really unhealthy to constantly monitor numbers and 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 gr- judge the quality of video um by the numbers, um, there's, I know. I know. I've spoke to YouTubers who've said, like, you know, the more views, the better the video, and I'm like, what a fallacy. Uh, no, but I, I, I understand why, but but no, like, like and the, the longer I've gone on YouTube, the more I realise, like, the best videos I've made are never the ones that are the biggest. Oh, it's I also mean? easy to say that when you're getting the numbers. Yeah. But as soon as the numbers stop or your numbers drop off, then you go, well, the numbers are meaningless. Yeah. Numbers don't mean anything. And that's the point, is those people but, in but, power... But, but, but what, I'm, 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 what I'm saying is I've learned to, for example, n- not care. Like, yeah. Where if a podcast does 3 million views or 500,000 or 100,000 views on my second channel or whatever, I don't get... I, I literally don't feel... And I swear down on this, because this is the thing. A lot of people watching this will go, yeah, Brian, yeah. But they're like, no, but you don't know what YouTubers are like, man. Mm. Like, YouTubers, we've heard many YouTubers admit, emotionally, you get a spike when you get a huge number versus a lot. I genuinely feel fucking nothing. Mm. (laughs) Like, I don't care whether it's 4 million or 4,000. Like, I don't feel any different now. Because I I just care about what I'm saying and what people are getting... Mm -hmm out of that and if I'm if I'm right or wrong or whatever and, I, and the the subject matters more like today I mean I don't know what the fuck I'm going to call this I don't think it'll get that many views compared to having fucking 
Logan or JJ on the podcast or whatever. But this is important, what we're doing. What do you think about... Um, I know you've not... Have you seen the Logan Paul, Jake Paul podcast yet? I haven't seen it, no. So he gets quite emotional and he's talking about um, the... He put a tweet out, didn't he? About yeah. so, uh, uh, anxiety and how... I, I, I'm paraphrasing, but it was a bit like, you know, you are in control of the anxiety and, you know, you need to learn how... And it... It did sound naive and a bit immature, and but what I picked from it was, I kind of get where you what you mean. Yeah. You're, what you're trying to do is get people to take a little bit more control over their own lives. I, I felt a little bit like that, but it's so cool to hate Jake Paul, or it's so easy for people to just jump on the guy. Uh, Instantly, everyone piled in on they him. They shut it down. And you I was just know, like, you're disconnected, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I thought, you know, he's one of the few guys out there who's, this is what my opinion was anyway. At least he's trying to get the conversation going to a very young audience. He is, his, his direct, he hit, it was a swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. But the point was, is his heart was actually in the right place. At least I, swung. I, I felt. Right. Um, and it's important to kind of know what the fuck you're talking about when you do address those topics, so I'm not letting them off completely. But I also felt like the way people piled in on him was such an overreaction, mm-hmm. um, and that's part of the problem as well. And that that's why I, I said earlier, don't fight fire with fire. Don't If you feel like someone is in the wrong and they're being abusive, which Jake wasn't, but jumping on him and, and smashing him to bits... Uh, is not the solution to that. So, I mean, now that you're saying he cried, I'm kind of like, well, you know, I feel for the guy. Yeah, that human said something, and we maybe we should listen. Yeah, this is the thing. Uh, Jake Paul's done some shitty things, but I I think he gets gets targeted, doesn't he? It's also because... Unnecessarily so. Your tweet can bang if you have taken him down in the right Uh, way. Yeah, he he is the perfect guy. Once, Once again, like I said earlier... Because I'm a big, strong guy who is seen as, like, you can punch up at him. Uh, you can say anything about me or to me. That, and, and no one will view me as a victim. Because how could you view six foot four, twenty-three 23 stone as a victim? Yeah. But I'm just a person. And Jake Paul, because he's rich as fuck and he's a good-looking kid and he's killing the game, you can't see him as a victim. You can say anything you want and no one will ever view him as the victim. So you can hammer him, pile in on him, say whatever you want. And then Caroline Flack, on the other hand, will be seen as a victim because of her appearance. Mm. We need to stop looking at people's appearances and think you can say whatever you want because of what they look like. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, as I said, I felt like suicidal last year at times because of what was going on uh, around me, feeling like I'd been robbed of everything, and people never had a clue. I, I literally said nothing because I knew. I couldn't show weakness because the world wasn't accepting of that. Mm. I had to be, oh, I'll take a joke. Come on, take it on the chin. They don't want that. But I'm not sitting here saying Jake Paul's a fucking saint, but I'm, I'm sitting here saying just because he's Jake Paul and he looks like that doesn't mean you should just spew venom at him constantly. There's more to it than that. And yeah. I, I, the other side, and I think it's a difficult discussion to have, but no platform and no speech and nothing maybe that's meaningful or worth saying is going to come without pain or is going to come without some sort of difficulty to go with it so you're not only going to get the good of youtube you're going to get the bad of youtube you're not only going to get the good of twitter 
you're going to get the bad of Twitter. You're not only going to get the good of a conversation, you're also going to go to some dark places and have to think about this stuff. Yeah. And I think... I, re- that, I realise what you're saying, yeah. The way that the, we're sold this is as if we're trying to make a platform where only good will happen. The times where, where you, we can only change yeah. the world for the better. And actually, that's not the way the world works. <sighs> you can't... And to some extent, that happened with Caroline Flack. Is she got eaten up by the system. I'm not trying to sound sensitive here. ITV spews out trash. And she got treated like trash. Mm -hmm. And people were somehow surprised that if you take part in that system, then at some point that system is going to screw you as well. And I'm not saying she went into that fully cognizant of it. I think she got screwed by the system in the same way as some other people have. Yeah, she was just a presenter at the end of the day. She, I don't think she, she understood that. Uh, and, and she definitely didn't deserve that. And she probably didn't understand what she was getting involved in. Mm. And I really hope now, after the third suicide link with uh, Love Island, people are, before they sign up to these kind of shows, you've got to think, fuck me, what am I about to go through? Mm-hmm. Because truthfully, until you're in the world, in the shitstorm, you'll never fucking know. Mm-hmm. And you've got to try and imagine that as best you can. It's going to be hard. Uh, it, it, can we also just say that that is also a representation of the world? And sadly, it's a, it, it can be quite an accurate representation mm-hmm. of the world. Because there, let me, can we just explore this for a second? Mm, go for it. Love Island, sadly, is the biggest show because it also feels quite true to a lot of people. Some people, and we need to acknowledge that. It's about guys meeting girls. Guys meeting girls or just person meeting person. It doesn't even have to be gay, straight. They they probably are quite heteronormative ideas of how you meet a woman or how you meet a guy. Fuck that. I've never seen gay Love Island. Um, It doesn't appeal to me in the same way straight Love Island doesn't appeal to me. But (laughs) when you walk into a club, it is likely that when you're not you're not going to look at a girl or a guy that you don't find attractive and go, <coughs> best go over there and chat. <clears throat> you look at a girl or a guy you find attractive and go, yeah, let's talk. And that is part of the way that it, like maybe you want to break that or you want to be more respectful, but let's not act as if there aren't these rules in place. Let's not pretend we aren't, we don't, we don't talk to people because we're attracted to them or like, you know, you were attracted to a girl, you go over and chat to her. If you're not attracted to her, you're much less likely to chat to her and vice versa. If she doesn't find you attractive, she won't reply to your message. Let's not pretend that there isn't this structure in society just because we want to make a better structure. You have to acknowledge the bad or what you consider to be the negative in order to get out of that. And ultimately, I think that that's part of the problem is Love Island and ITV get away with it because they go, well, people watch it and that's true. This is entertainment. This is entertainment, but it's also real life. Real life, you'll talk to someone or you'll be more likely to talk to them because you're attracted to them. So don't sit on your high horse and act as if you're with your partner because of some random thing that happened where it's like, we all want to tell ourselves we're all part of this loving movie or fairy tale or whatever. You're with that person because you're attracted to them. Why are you attracted to them? And don't tell me it's because you're drawn to some But the the reality of it is, though, no pun intended, is many of these people on the TV shows, from what I understand, like, like you, I don't watch this shit, but... The whole point of the game is staying in a couple or whatever. Yeah. And, and and that means that ultimately you want to continue the game. 
What are you really there for? You're yeah. there for fame. For the game. You're there the for fame. Yeah. You're not there for love. You're not there for love. You're not, fuck off. Yeah, and you know what? If you find love, you are fucking there's a reason because you're unlikely There's to. a reason why they go into the big bucket of struggling models and go, yeah. and you'll be coming on the show next, yeah. and we'll get another lot. And then every year, the struggling models. Oh, you were on Made in Chelsea. You are on Geordie Shaw. You're you perfect. can come in. Yeah. We got a home for you lot as well, mm-hmm. you fucking losers. Yeah. No, no offence, but you know. <laughs> but No, but that is what these people think. No, but them. that's how they think, yeah. right? Genuinely. Um, and there's there's just a big pot of sort of talentless, beautiful people who just keep getting dumped on our TV Or screens. beautiful people who haven't realised their talent yet. Or haven't don't realise that their importance of the of the beauty that they have is just as important as the in yeah. inside that they have, and that's part of the problem. Is people go, oh, it's a shame about Caroline. She was so beautiful. It's like, well, yeah, but she was also a person. She had a great personality, and it's like a lot of people focus on this, and it, even we've said it during this conversation. Don't you know? Don't commit suicide because you know you've got so much to live for. The problem is when you then can't think of what you have to live for, you go, well, then suicide's the answer. I've already picked up on um, when I've said some of these opinions to other people mm. who are fans of the show, uh, I've, I've had the defences come up. Mm. Um, no, you, you can't blame Love Island, though. Yeah. This is, this is a, a, th- a problem. It's like, well, no, it's a, it's a problem of a lot of different scenarios, but mm. Love Island is a factor, yeah. A big one. Yeah, and I, I just wonder if we're tr- triggering people by some of the things we're saying. Here. But n- if you're triggered, or if you... Triggering is a bullshit term anyway. If you disagree with what I'm saying, fine. I don't... You don't... Ha- if you listen to my podcast... L- or Lawrence, podcast, Lawrence, people are looking for love here. This, yeah. They're... ITV are facilitating people looking for real love. What is wrong with you if you don't understand that? Sure. And uh, fine. If you genuinely believe that, I don't think I can help you. <laughs> but they're not, and they're exploiting people. And you know what? What if, what if, what if though, like that, like that song, um, some of them want to use you, some of them want to be used, like type you, thing. Like, yeah. like these people, you. they're co- they're complicit though. They want they Completely. want the fame. They know that they. Some of them go in knowing full well, I'm gonna be you know posted on our ITV. And you can tell that from the way they talk. Yeah. Some of them go in there and they go, they see themselves. They they're doing something for the camera. It's all performative. All life is performative. Oh. All life is about going in there and crafting an identity for yeah. yourself. It's just a really crude way of doing it. I read it. I read a good tweet about how things have changed in reality TV because, mm-hmm. like, so when you and I were kids, Big Brother started. Oh, so much fun back then. And 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 <laughs> Craig. because people, um, he was the first winner, by the way. Because people, Ricky, didn't know what they were getting into, and 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 the impact of reality TV was so new. Um, it was interesting because. There was no social media at the time, and the media, I don't feel like we're as brutal no. as what they are now. I think the media have almost had to get more brutal to keep up with social media. They were quite <laughs> nasty. So in series one or series two, there was a guy called Nasty Nick. Okay, so that's what I was getting to. Yeah. So they, they mentioned that. They, so Nasty Nick was, an, was a really like viewed as an evil guy. <laughs> he on was the actually show. a really smart guy. He was, he was just a smart guy. He was yeah. playing the system. Well. Who took a pencil into the house. But by the way, but this guy was nicknamed Nasty Nick for taking a pencil no, into no. the house. No, so no. The, the point was, is he was trying to manipulate the other contestants to win the show and win the money. With a pencil. And he was trying to get them to vote against each other. He actually viewed it as a game, yeah. didn't take it seriously, yeah. and played it as a mature adult. However, uh, people hated him for it. The bottom line was, though, is when he came out, 
he was able to fully ingratiate himself back into society. People were like, ah, it was just a game. He was mm. playing a car. And he um, had a bit of fame, but it, it, his life had changed, but it, it hadn't. he hadn't become a true villain mm. in the eyes of the public. Thanks All right, he'd made a silly little mistake where he'd come across as a bit sly, but it wasn't the end of the world. But now, that just shows in 20 years just how much society's changed because now... If you have a, a day on a show where you're looking worse than you were the day before and the pictures of you are all over, uh, like fucking Sarah looks rough today. Or it, it, it's the impact of this shit is just so much more powerful. Yeah. But that goes both ways as well. Because the funny thing is, the newspapers, that plausible deniability, they go, yeah, but we've got to show her looking rough because then normal women feel better about themselves. And you're like... What? No, that, yeah. Sorry, no, you have to show it because you want to make money. You're not, no journalist is printing it going, this will make women feel yeah. better. It's all this hiding. You're just trying to make money. But if the newspapers just came out and went, we're trying to make some more money now, can you help? No one would help them. I walked past a magazine um, shelf a couple of days ago after, after, and this has been on my mind all week. Obviously, I'm like, I'm just read interested by how women are reported on in the media as well yeah. because of this being about Caroline. And uh, in one magazine, you had Katie Price and, and uh, some last called Goodchair or something. I don't know. But they, they had their the plastic tires. surgery faces, like without makeup on, like the yeah. worst photos of them in this yeah. magazine. And I just looked at the magazine, I thought, who the fuck's buying this? Mm. Who the fuck? Because if you're buying this, you're part of the fucking problem. Who, when you start clicking on Katie Price, oh, she's got no makeup on. When you are literally, you're the demand, I mean, and they're the supply. We can do. I mean, I, I can go on the, the Daily Mail website right now and just we can go through some of the wh uh, whatever you want to call it. I really. wonder though, because they'll be cleaning their act up today. They'll, you know, a, a couple of weeks on, they'll be being nice to people now. Do you know they're what being mean? so. For I bet you they're being very careful about how they report about people now. Nicole Ooh. reveals Caroline was terrified of going on trial. So already they're into this this so, the, the yeah, trial. They're yeah. now trying to make something of the trial. Some people trying to change the narrative towards the trial rather than well, well, what the what the media want to do now is so what what I find in when I've looked at this is it's a circle of finger pointing. Yeah. So you've got you've got ITV pointing. Oh, look at them. Yeah. Bad social media. Social media um, tend to be back. attacking the media. Yeah. The, 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 so we see on the day she died was. Um, fuck the sun or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. I, you know, I'm all behind that yeah. hashtag, yeah. But the point is, is it's the merry-go-round, yeah. The media are then pointing the finger at the courts. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, and, and they the say, great thing is, oh, this was a show trial. Yeah. She did nothing wrong. And what, what, what's not happening is the entire group going, ah, fucked up here. Yeah. Yeah. We, all, we all fucked up and we all need to change. And that's what is, should be happening. And, but the great thing for all of them is they can all make money from that cycle. Hmm. So you point at the media, we'll click the article about the media. The media will then print something about social media that they can make the money for. Then we'll go back to the court and yeah. then it goes in a full cycle. Everyone makes their Before money. Before people start fucking pointing the finger at us making a podcast, I'll barely make anything out of this on my YouTube revenue. And, this and isn't I a sponsored nothing. video. Yeah. So fuck you guys. Although okay? Ray Chatham, okay. So then you've got some more headlines. Gigi Hadid, uh, comma 24 displays her curves in skin tight ensemble mm. she joins very youthful mum yolanda 56 
for Milan Fashion Week. Now I wish I was in Milan. Is Fashion fifty-six Week. youthful for a month? She's youthful looking. Oh, yeah. Youthful. So she looks yeah. good. Okay. She is very youthful. Very Brian. youthful. Uh, Love Island's Sean. I want to say displays what? her tiny waist as she glams up for dinner. For dinner, mm. how she got such a tiny waist? But she's having dinner. Um, with fellow former Love Islander, no one gives a fuck. Um, <laughs> All right, we've done, we've done enough. Like, you, you've made your but point. You get but the this point is the here. bullshit that they yeah. put out. Danny Cipriani there saying, he looks awful. <coughs> That's terrible. Yeah. And, Ant and Deck there. Deck, both of them have anxiety before a show. Sadly. Where, where do you want to end this, bro? We've obviously had, we've set the world to rights between us. And some people might be a bit angry that we take part in the system. But I, I do feel an element of hopelessness about it because I don't feel that there is a way of changing. Well, this is, this is the question then I guess that I'd like to put to you towards the end here is do you think mm. that... I already know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. What I'm, what I'm concerned about, what I th- what, we're, we're growing up in a world and we're bringing people into this world who are going to grow up with... A system that is going to bring you down. Um, many people are going to commit suicide because of the scrutiny that uh, they're under now when they're put in the public eye. And some people, you know, they don't ask for this. They're just good singers or some shit like that. You know, they just happen to be a good singer. And next thing you know, you're like, I just wanted to sing. I just wanted to make an album. And next thing, like, people are going to commit suicide. Uh, and my question to you was going to be, do you think this Caroline Flack situation will make people change enough so that we can stop that happening as much? No, it'll get worse before it gets better. And because we will forget about this in time, what people consider to be the scars of that death will, you know, slowly heal up. And it people... There's not enough change in the system. There's not enough uproar from other people in order for it to change. Yeah. And... People, by the way, millions of people protest on a daily basis in London and the media don't uh, report it. So why would they change something that is benefiting them? They won't change something that's benefiting them. They'll shift it, pretend it's a little bit different. Love Island continues. It's still on TV for some weird reason. Um (laughs) The, I think the, the voiceover guy took a break. Mate, we need to know if Sarah's going to get with Mike. Yeah, if ITV just shifted and made something else, the sponsors will still sponsor it. The kickoff, hopefully. The kickoff, yeah, or whatever. But that's the point is, if you get rid of Love Island, it doesn't mean there is no TV. But people talk as if, because if we don't have Love Island or we don't have X Factor, what will we sponsor? Well, well surprisingly, I, I they'll find it, something it, else to make. It's not just that. It's, it's the people. You know, like I said, I've seen Love Island fans mm. being very, you know, I'm certainly not sitting here saying Love Island are totally responsible mm. for this at all. But when you even briefly touch on, well, it's the third time in very recently. Oh, like, you know, because people love that show. But sorry, but th- just saying this makes me happy does not is not justification enough to keep something around mm. there are plenty of people in abuse and this is i think you'll find lawrence that 97 people didn't commit suicide so therefore great point yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah you're still thinking yeah. about the i'm still thinking about the three percent no yeah. you're still thinking about the all right yeah that's the problem that's a shame that's on you that now it is a lot of people are in abusive relationships and they will still say that they love their boyfriend or their girlfriend yeah. a lot of people are in poor um not even abusive, just controlling. There's all sorts of scales of relationships mm-hmm. that people have. And a lot of people don't know they're having that kind of relationship. And I think a lot of people 
don't know they have that kind of relationship with their phone. They don't know they have that kind of relationship with Love Island, all <coughs> these kind of things. And Love Island, ITV, all these bullshit people are trying to exploit that. And the sooner that you can identify that if, if you're not happy in the evening because you can't watch Love Island, that's your fault. <laughs> identify that and show that as an issue. And if you can't help Caroline or you can't help those people, that's not Caroline's fault. Caroline was not beyond help. She was not a, a lost cause. But some people will have just given up on it. I, gone, I do yeah. feel like, from what I've seen in the reporting, that there is, a, there is a, a desire for them to push that narrative of depression in it. Yeah. You know, like... Lost cause. Yeah. We had to give... Oh, it, it was inevitable. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't inevitable. No. This was... A, we all seen, like, her on TV. Yeah. I watched X Factor back in the day. She wasn't destined for suicide. Yeah. That's the point This here. was preventable. All of this was preventable, but the, the, the people at the top, the people who are in the companies, us clicking it, mm. us talking about it, is not going to help it. Okay. I, I hope people feel like we've done a good job exploring that and putting our, our own experiences across and, and, and trying to touch on a lot of the different scenario, like issues that are within this. Uh, Can I ask you what you think is going to happen? Because you got through a bit of a... A, the a shitstorm. A bit of, yeah. No pun intended. That's one way of putting it. Um, you got through that and got to the other side of it, but the story actually could be quite different. It could be... That, I, I did wonder when when the outpouring was happening towards her, I thought, I wonder if, if what it would have been like if I'd have like lost control and, and ended up in that situation. That would have completely changed the story that people would be telling. And especially in the post-Kobe Bryant era where there was a tragic loss of someone's life and we didn't feel that we got the time to tell that person. I do feel like that's shifting things a little bit. I I don't know what your question is. My, my question to you is, how do you feel it's changing? Do you think it is? Is there even a solution? Or are think, we looking for I a think, solution for something we can't change? I think change? there's been a shock. I think mm -hmm. people have had a shock. And I think for a small amount of time, sadly, people will watch their P's and Q's a little bit. I think with the way people openly criticise each other will change a little bit. And eventually... In six months' time, maybe less, it'll go back to exactly the way it was before until this happens again and more frequently. And like you said, it'll get worse before it gets better. And it's, for me, it, from my experience, from what I, what I felt, um, the way people tweeted me on Twitter and the way people um, enjoyed my downfall, until that enjoyment of someone's downfall is removed from society and I don't know if it ever will be, we will always have this over and over and over again. There's, there's, a, there's a real, and, and, the, and the source of that is the unhappiness within other people. Mm. And, and that's the real thing that we should be trying to tackle. And it, it really weird, I feel like this all comes down to like the core of like from birth, like we're putting to schools where we're not really being educated on what we need to be educated on, how to treat each other, how to survive life, like real life skills. And, and, and we're, we're misguided into thinking what's important is, is important. And what, like, like you say, we're, we're, rather than finding real meaning in our lives, we're finding Twitter followers and Instagram followers and mm. bullshit like that. So and quick fixes. So so there's there's serious deep change need to be made before we'll actually break this chain. Mm. And uh, and unfortunately, it's in the interests of the chain makers to keep that chain locked the way it is. 
and the money keeps coming into Twitter, the money keeps coming into the media, and all of that stays the same. We, the desires of us as people are getting exploited by those people, and until that all changes, ain't nothing changing. Like It's always going to be the same. So I'm sad to say there's going to be more suicides like this. And I, and you know, as someone who really felt low once, I, you know, and and I'm glad I didn't. It didn't happen to me. But I'm like, fuck me. It's just so easy how we. And I'm I'm grateful knowing so many like YouTubers who we know that we haven't had any. Uh, we had Etika last year, sad sadly, who lost his life. But I, I don't know if Etika was the similar situation to this. Um, but this cancel culture. It's going to get more people. It's going to get more victims. It's like a fucking shark in the water. So I just hope that um, if any YouTubers are listening to this and you ever feel fucking down, you can give me a ring, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Because uh, fuck me, I don't want this to happen in our community. And it really could. Mm. I hope this being, I hope we did this right. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure we probably fumbled our words and said maybe one or two things where we could have... Re I'll watch this back and I'll be like, I wish I'd have not said that that way. I you know, if you're going to leave comments, just remember, like, we're not fucking perfect. Our hearts are in the right place. We're trying to tackle a big subject. That the idea is, is to explore something here. Yeah. You know what? If you... I would... I, I think the best thing we can say here is if you disagree with what we're saying, it's not about saying that person's wrong. It's about saying, here's what I think. And here's why I disagree. And the only way you're going to change things is by having a healthy conversation. That, that's what I'm trying to promote here. So, I, yeah, I hope that that comes across. Um, and, yeah, thanks for watching. Don't forget, we're on iTunes. If you want to subscribe over there, if you want to just listen to this shit. Um, and, uh, yeah, like the video, subscribe. We'll see you later.